Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This week, I'm looking at the lost city of Atlantis. Around 360 BCE, Plato told the story of a utopian civilization. The civilization lived on concentric islands separated by moats and linked by canals that allowed travel to the centre where the capital city was. The islands were said to contain gold, silver and other precious metals and also supported an abundance of rare and exotic wildlife for the time. Plato said that Atlantis was 9,000 before he even saw it and said that the story had been handed down by poets, priests and others. Plato's writings of it are the only known records that it existed, although several other mentions of it have been found. Nearly 2,400 years later, Atlantis is still a huge mystery. Nobody knows where it was or what happened to it although most people believe that it sank into the ocean because Plato said that it did. But Plato never saw the sinking. It was gone before Plato was even born. Even the ancient Greeks themselves were divided as to what Plato's story of Atlantis meant. They weren't sure whether it was supposed to be true or a metaphor. Eventually, the story died and people went about their lives not thinking about what it meant or where it was. In Plato's Timaeus and Critias, Atlantis is described as an island larger than Libya and Asia Minor put together, located somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, just past the Pillars of Heracles. The Pillars of Heracles is generally assumed to be the Strait of Gibraltar, The island was described to have an advanced culture and had a constitution similar to the one that Plato outlined in Republic. He said that the founders of Atlantis were half god, half human. Not much else is known about them. We have no idea who most of them were, what gods they were related to, or what they wanted to achieve with Atlantis. All we know is that these demigods built Atlantis and made it into the utopia it became. The only one who we have a name for is Atlas, Poseidon's son, who was king of Atlantis and the ocean surrounding it. As the power of the Atlanteans grew, their ethics slipped. It's said that their armies conquered Africa as far as Egypt and Europe as far as Tyrrhenia, which is now a part of Italy. Eventually, they were driven back in Europe by an Athenian-led alliance. After the fighting was over, it said that there were earthquakes and violent floods that caused the Athenian warriors to be swallowed by the earth and Atlantis to be swallowed by the sea. Plato spoke of Atlantis extensively in his time, 
and it's recorded that Aristotle believed that Plato had made up Atlantis to teach his philosophies. People agreed with Aristotle and Atlantis disappeared. This was also around the same time that Christianity took hold in Europe, so it could have been that the rejection of their old gods prevented the Greeks from talking about it or searching for the lost city. When Christopher Columbus returned from the Americas, people began to believe that they were Atlantis. That theory was soon swallowed by the race to colonise the New World and the history that followed that. In 1627, Sir Francis Bacon, the English philosopher and scientist, published a utopian novel called The New Atlantis. The novel depicted a politically and scientifically advanced society on an island in the ocean that had previously been undiscovered. Interest renewed in the 19th century with people attempting to link Atlantis with historical locations. The most common of these locations is the island of Santorini, Greece, which had been destroyed by a volcano in 1600 BCE. Obviously, Santorini still exists and is a popular holiday location. However, the time between the eruption and Plato's account could have meant that nobody remembered the eruption. In 1882, former Congressman Ignatius L. Donnelly published Atlantis, the Antediluvian World. This book looked at other works that attempted to locate and learn about and from the historical Atlantis. Donnelly had hypothesised that an advanced civilization that conquered so much of Europe, Africa and maybe even the Americas would have had immigrants who stayed in these places, helping to populate the areas. He believed that these immigrants had real heroes who had inspired the myths and legends that we know and love. These theories became popular and were elaborated on by early 20th century theosophists and are now often incorporated into the contemporary belief systems. In the 20th century, the legend of Atlantis became a prominent mystery once more. As I mentioned before, that led people to believe that Santorini was actually the lost city. In the Mediterranean alone, Atlantis is believed to be Sardinia, Malta, Crete and Cyprus as well. Robert Sarmast believes that Atlantis lies at the bottom of the Cyprus basin beneath approximately 0.9 miles of water. The belief that Malta is actually Atlantis is based on its position in the Mediterranean Sea. It sits on a dividing line between the east and the west of the area and is the location of some of the oldest man-made structures, at least in Europe. Because of this, researchers from the past and present haven't ruled out that Malta may in fact be Atlantis. Looking further afield and outside the Mediterranean, other locations that are believed to be where Atlantis could have been are Turkey, the Black Sea, Indonesia, the Caribbean Sea, Morocco, and even Antarctica. Some have even said that they believe Atlantis to have been the city-state of Troy. 
In 2001, Disney released Atlantis, The Lost Empire, starring Michael J. Fox and Leonard Nimoy. In the film, Disney explained that Atlantis sunk due to an explosion and the capital was spared from drowning from a sacrifice after the explosion. 8,000 years later, a linguist and a team of other scientists managed to discover Atlantis and are attacked by a mechanical leviathan which crashes their submarine. Whilst exploring, they find that a large crystal is protecting the city and that the king of Atlantis had tried to weaponize it, causing the city to sink. In 2018, a team announced that they had found proof that Atlantis existed. Their key evidence included a series of circles in a national park in Spain. Upon further inspection, the circles turned out to be ponds created in 2004 and 2005 as part of a study into zooplankton. Kenneth Fedder, a professor of anthropology at Central Connecticut State University, has been involved with Atlantis for a lot of his professional career. Fedder says that although there's no evidence of Atlantis being real, people do get hooked on the mystery, which blurs the line between mystery and real archaeology. He says that archaeologists know a fair amount about other mythological sites like Stonehenge or the pyramids, but the interest in Atlantis seems to come from people watching documentaries about it or ancient aliens, and gets them curious about the archaeology and creation of some of the things that have been extensively looked at. For all the years of interest in Atlantis, we don't seem much closer to finding it. Sometimes it shows up on the news, with a headline asking if Atlantis has been found. But more often than not, it turns out to be another piece of history, or sometimes an art installation. came into the research for this thinking I'd have a really long episode. Atlantis is one of the biggest mysteries of all time. What I found was a lot of speculations, ifs and maybes. There really isn't much of a story from what I found. And there are currently only two theories on Atlantis and they're pretty simple. The first theory is that Atlantis does exist. If it does, it would mean that a whole island sank below the waves thousands of years ago. Which raises more questions for me. Were sea levels lower then? Where was the island? How did such an apparently utopian country not have ocean defences? The other theory is that Atlantis doesn't exist. This goes all the way back to Plato and Aristotle. Aristotle believed that Plato made Atlantis up to teach people about peace or some other philosophy. That would make it a parable of sorts, but due to a lack of notation to say that it was, it could have been taken out of context later on. The thing about an entire island sinking is that islands don't work that way. 
Islands are connected to the ocean floor by more land. In order for one to sink, that connection would have to be severed, or the ground underneath that connection would also have to go lower into the ocean through a crevasse or something. It just doesn't make much sense to me. I'm not quite sure what I make of Atlantis as a mystery. Unless someone can find some conclusive proof of an island that fell into the ocean, I'm not 100% sure that it did or didn't exist. The story from this episode came from a National Geographic article called Atlantis, a, hist- a history article called Atlantis, and a Thought Company article called Atlantis as it was told in Plato's Socratic Dialogues. The theories from today came from everywhere, but I also looked at a Discover article called Where is the Lost City of Atlantis? and a World Atlas article called Where is Atlantis? Is it real? References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open up a new email so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next Creature feature will be out on Saturday and next week's episode comes out on May 25th. So hold on until then.